Welcome back to the Randomonium Podcast. I'm John Stom. And I am Danny Gula. And on the ones and twos, our illustrious producer. Illustrious? Did we already say illustrious? We've said illustrious before, and we still don't know what it means. It's, uh... Let's Generally awesome. Uh, I think we've already established Our capable means. producer, Jeffrey McCullough. <laughs> capable? How do you go from illustrious to capable? That's I feel quite like a step down. That's quite a step down. You're totally capable of Whatever. doing the job. I'll take it. Either way, he produces. That's Jeff McCullough on the mic. And this is the show, the Randomonium Podcast. This is a show where we talk about the past present and the future and the twist is in every episode it's a surprise so danny's bringing the past today jeff's bringing the present topic and i'm bringing the future so let's go ahead and that's me uh putting my thing down flipping it and reversing it because we're going to the past over rolling okay cool all right, so uh, we're in the past now, and but we're also in America. Sure, mm, good point. So I thought we could talk about some American history that maybe y'all know, but maybe you don't. Okay, Jeff is a history buff. Love American history specifically. Jeff is a history buff, so I think he'll know some of this. There's some presidential history in here, and I know e- Jeff even better loves his presidents. Presidents and wars, man, that's where it's at. So let's just get right into it, and I and I want to ask both of you guys these to see which uh, which of these questions you guys can answer correctly. Okay, so who shot Abraham Lincoln? We'll start easy. John Wilkes Booth. I always want to say uh, Jack Ruby, but that's who killed... That's who killed the person who supposedly killed John right. Kennedy. <laughs> right. Okay, yeah, yeah. Keep going. So yeah, well, it was John Wilkes Booth. Good job. Uh, and then we'll go right JFK. Who shot JFK? Well, Lee Harvey Oswald-ish. Supposedly. supposedly. If you buy into the government's <laughs> tale. Uh, but yeah, and then uh, Jack Ruby. Good job of knowing the, the follow-up there. Uh, here's the hard one, though. Who shot Teddy Roosevelt? So do you guys know Teddy Roosevelt was shot? Yes. He assassinated or just uh, shot? He was just shot at mid-campaign on his way to a speech. He was leaving his hotel. Should I spoil these things or should I just let you talk? Uh, don't spoil this. I won't spoil it. This is, this is a sweet story. This is a sweet story. He, he got shot. Okay. Um, he's on his way out of the hotel. Old Teddy? And he's carrying a 50-page speech that he has folded in half inside his military coat. Also no. in there is a metal glasses case. I know where this is he going. He got shot through both the metal glasses case and the 50-page the speech, which was 100 pages because it was folded in half. Sure. But it uh, it slowed down the bullet enough that it didn't kill him. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And he, since he had been in some wars, he knew well enough to hold his finger up to his mouth to see if there's any blood. He's like, okay, it didn't enter my lungs. I'm good to go. <laughs> he had just like a softball-sized blood stain on his shirt and a dime-sized <laughs> bullet hole. Uh, and he was like, let's go. They give him a handkerchief to cover up. And whenever they went out to the speech, uh, Teddy Ro- or the guy's announcing Teddy Roosevelt says he gets shot. Someone's like, fake news. But it was just fake back then because nobody right. talked about the fake news. Sure. Uh, and he comes out and he's like, nah, look. And he shows him the blood stain on his shirt. And he says, famously, Jeff. I don't know this part. You don't know what he says? No. Oh, it takes more than that to kill a bull moose. Because oh. he was running under the new bull moose, yeah. uh, progressive bull moose party. Good gracious. The bull moose party, man. We should, I feel like we should vote for them in the next Yeah, election. we should bring back the bull mooses. But does anybody know who shot Teddy Roosevelt? No. Should we know who We probably Teddy don't. His name, was, his name was John F. Schrank. No, uh, of course. That sounds made up, and, but all right. And, but uh, Teddy went on to give an actually pretty good speech after that, talking about how we need to help 
the government's position is to help the people. And if we don't help the people, things like this will happen or if people get frustrated and, and shoot people. Oh, man. All right. So we'll, we'll move along. We'll ask some other things. Can you guys tell me what Manifest Destiny is? Absolutely. Sure. Uh, who wants to take it? I'll, I'll give it a I'll give a stab at it. The idea that like we just we feel like God has given us this land, so we take it. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. we're, it was the goal that we should span the United States should span the entire right continent because mm-hmm. we were created for this land. Why don't we just take everything we want? Yeah, that's it's obviously ridiculous, but yeah, it was it was it, uh, those poor Native Americans. Yeah, exactly. yeah, oh yeah. Uh, we here's another saying. If you guys know, uh, have you guys ever heard the phrase? Waving a bloody sh- or waving the bloody shirt. Um, this know. is a good one. No. I've not waving the bloody shirt. Is that what Teddy Roosevelt did after his speech? <laughs> uh, probably. He probably held it up all the time, just to be like, "Look how cool I am." Because Teddy Roosevelt was a really cool dude. Oh, he yeah. was, man. Uh, well, waving the bloody shirt was a phrase that post Civil War Republicans would say to remind people that hey. Because you guys remember the phrase Southern Democrats. We don't think about that too much now because mm-hmm. South is very conservative and and the Republicans are the conservative party. But back in the Civil War days, the parties were switched. The right. Republican Party was the, the progressive party. Uh, and it was something that uh, Northern Republicans would say like, hey, remember when you're voting, don't vote for those Democrats. Because those Democrats were pretty, you know, they, they were a little lax in their belief that, you know, maybe we should let the South secede. So they were kind of just reminding them, like, hey, remember these Democrats are fairly tied into the Southern Democrats, which caused this whole bloody civil war. Hmm. So uh, that was a that was a pretty common phrase around then. Uh, and away from phrases, we'll go into nicknames. I feel like I wouldn't have gotten this one. Do you guys know what president had the nickname His Rotundity? Um, <laughs> is it Taft? It is not Taft. That's who I would have thought, yeah. which was the only president to... Get stuck in, in his bathtub. Get stuck in his own bathtub. Oh, he didn't die in the bathtub. No, he, he just got, got stuck. stuck. No, he just got stuck. Removed. <laughs> only president assassinated by a bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, hmm. Rotundity. Yeah, and a very round belly. Uh, it's kind of a paunch. Buchanan? Hmm. Not Buchanan. Are we talking that era? Like older than... like It's, it's old. 19th there, century? I'll give you a pretty good hint here. There was an HBO miniseries about this guy. Oh, Adams. John Adams. Really? I didn't know he was Not from... Quincy. Just no, John yeah, Adams, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he had, he had quite the little belly. Yeah, okay. he was belly short and squatty. Yeah. Uh, do you know what president said, this is a quote from him, I heard the bullets whistle, and believe me, there's something charming about the sound. We had some B.A. presidents, yeah, by no the way. Kidding. Yeah, that president was in a war. Is that a Washington? I'm going to say Eisenhower. Washington is correct. George wow. Washington. It was something that he wrote to his brother about his first experience in battle. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, his brother, huh? So he was hooked on it. Old Jim Washington. Oh, yeah, I, I, I didn't write down what his brother's name was. Does anybody <laughs> know that one for bonus <laughs> we'll points? Go with Jim. We're gonna go with Jim. Jim Washington. Yeah. Uh, what president said his only regrets from his eight years as president was that I didn't shoot Henry Clay and I didn't hang John C. Calhoun? Oh, that's a good one. Um, mm. I'm gonna go with. Um, I'm gonna go with Lincoln. Yeah. Yeah. I got nothing. Uh, that was Andrew Jackson. Okay. And it should be noted that John C. Calhoun was Andrew Jackson's vice president. Yeah. <laughs> and his only regret was he didn't hang him. <laughs> it's a different time, man. Hey, it was, it was Andrew Jackson time. was a violent man. He yeah. was, yeah, and he spent his life killing people. Like yeah. he's racked up a body count probably higher than any president. Yeah. There's a there's a lot of um, voices saying he should be removed from our money. I'm in favor. Of removing of him? Of removing him. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. This is way better people than him. Yeah, I I, I like the idea of putting Harriet Tubman on, yeah. on the mm-hmm. The Tubman 20. The 20, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, it, alliteration, it's great there. <laughs> uh, do you guys know what Uncle Sam's last name is? 
Who is Uncle Sam? He's an actual person. Here's a, that, that's a, that's the the real trick. Yeah, Uncle Sam was a real man. Huh? Huh? Uncle Sam's last name was uh, Wilson. Wilson. He was a meat packer from New York who became the official meat inspector for the Northern Army in the War of 1812. He was also an American uh, Revolutionary War veteran. Huh. I didn't know he was based on an actual person. I saw an actual dude. Like, Looked a lot like that too. Had the, like the the goat like the goatee beard huh. long thing, you know. Um, How did he become the representation of America? Uh, it became like a, a story, like they would say, like they would talk. Like he got he got the nickname Uncle Sam, mm-hmm. uh, and then like when the food would be shipped, it would have U.S. stamped ah. on it, so people would say, "Oh, it's coming from Uncle, Uncle Sam." Sam. Ah, I n- never made the correlation between U.S. and Uncle Sam. Yeah. I never did, and either. that's that's why it became like it started becoming like this unofficial and then official kind of mascot of the military. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you guys know which two presidents frequently skinny dipped in the Potomac? Mm. Whoa. Skinny dipped in the Potomac. I, I originally, I, sh- I should know that. I originally went with like history questions that like they always say like, oh, foreigners get these because they have to know them. But then I found some more fun I ones. feel like I might know this. Father, um, father and son bushes. <laughs> no, I think it <laughs> and is. And that's mo- just funny because of their names. I think it is recent. I'm, I'm going to go, is Johnson one of them? Johnson is not one of them. It was John Quincy Adams and Teddy Roosevelt. Uh, oh, so lot, they were separate areas. Frequent, like, uh, lots of presidents, I think even Johnson was one that liked to skinny dip, but this is specifically the Potomac. Sure. Uh, the uh, best of the, of the rivers to skinny dip in, if you're going to ask me. Yeah, I mean, go big or go home, right? Yeah. Uh, do you guys know what Harry Truman's middle name is? Yes. S. S. Yes, that's correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, just S, Harry mm-hmm. S. Truman. Uh, do you guys know when Under God was added to the Pledge of Allegiance? And I'll give you like a general time frame. You it's don't pretty have to recent. Know it's very recent, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say like the 1940s or 50s. Okay, that's what I was gonna say. 50s. It was during the red uh, the Red Scare. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it was. Uh, and do you know who wrote or like what? Why the Pledge of Allegiance was created? This is this is really interesting. I learned this today. Is it to uh, kind of root out communists? Uh, it was specifically to sell magazines and flags. There was a magazine called uh, There's a magazine called Youth's Companion. They sold and supplied American flags to schools, and they came up with a pledge as a way to like help add subscriptions and sell flags. Huh, so like hmm. it's really just a good marketing campaign that's kind of stuck around for a while. So what era uh, was it created? I don't remember when that was created. But this it was, was it, it was, was during the Red Scare. Oh yeah, oh, yeah the, the under God was added during the Red Scare. Okay. It was kind of like a way to just be like, oh, we need to be better mm-hmm. than these godless mm-hmm. commies. <laughs> Uh, do you guys know how many Boy Scouts have walked on the moon? Oof. Boy Scouts? Well, let's just start with how many men have walked on the moon. Uh, more than you might realize. I want to say it's like 12 or something along okay. the way. Just saying 12? 12. I don't think it's that many, but, uh, it's definitely more than like just Neil Armstrong and, B- and Buzz, Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. Buzz, um, <laughs> Buzz Aldrin. I love this. Ali G interviews what? Buzz Aldrin and calls him Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear, <laughs> yeah. Did you know, sorry, side trivia, uh, tangent trivia. Buzz Aldrin's, I think it's his uh, mother-in-law or s- stepmom or something like that. Her maiden name is Moon, oh. which is which is kind of funny. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I think it's like seven people have walked on the moon. Jeff is right. It's twelve. Okay, twelve men have walked on the moon. How many of them were Boy Scouts? I'm gonna say seven. I'm gonna I'm gonna say twelve. Very close. Eleven. Okay. Who so, was not? I, I don't know who wasn't. <laughs> Maybe they How'd don't that tell guy you. Get in here? <laughs> it's probably Buzz, Buzz Lightyear. I feel like most guys of that generation were probably Boy Scouts. That was really common, you know, yeah, back yeah. in the day. Uh, do you guys know when Ohio was added to the Union? Added to the Union. Um, 
I know that there are a ton of presidents from Ohio dating pretty far back. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to say... As a state. I as mean. a state. I'm going to say it was sometime in the late 1700s. Okay. This is like some weird trick question, probably, because it was like a territory, and then like it was officially. Well, actually, a state. I don't know. If, I don't know if this was when maybe when it was a state. This was they said when it was added to the union, so maybe this meant as a it territory. Recognizes a territory, possibly. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Was it? It was. It seems like it was a long time ago, but maybe it was fairly recently. 1953. Really? Due to basically a clerical error on Thomas Jefferson's part in, 19, in 1803. Okay. <laughs> like Thomas Jefferson made it a territory. But uh, there was just a, an error, and then like it wasn't officially until uh, 1953. But like if you look at the date, it's it's 1803 is when they, the official date is, even though it didn't technically get filed. That's one of those things that kind of like is funny when you think back that there are people like our parents that grew up in a time when there wasn't 50 states because Hawaii yeah. and Alaska, yeah. were, they've been recently added. Yeah, yeah, the 1950s or yeah. so. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, one day we'll get another one. Maybe yeah. two. Puerto Rico? I'm, 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 I'm crossing my fingers for Puerto Rico. Canada. Let's just Canada. call that all Let's one Let's just take state. all of Canada. Let's just yeah. annex Can Canada? Canada's yeah. fantastic. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, but I think it's Canada that makes it fantastic. I feel like if we if we make it America, it'll... like We'll ruin it? Yeah. Ruin then it, it then you can't call it America's funky hat anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we'll always call it that. All right, let's move along then into the present... I'm not sure if that was a. That was the beginning of the present. That, that was the beginning of the present segment. Like uh, you didn't know if we were rolling or not yet, but we needed like segue music to uh -huh. get into it. And normally Jeff just gets some royalty-free stuff. I just wanted to give him a break and you know make it easy for him. I appreciate it. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, into the present. Mm, I love presents. Uh, who's bringing the present? Jeff's got the present. Correct? I got the present. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to ask a question that I kind of somewhat know the answer to. Okay. Um, and I know I'm going to get a, a, a reaction from mm, you, mm. but um, I'm just going to go with it. Did is, this you guys, about, is this about Big Zinc? It is not about Big Zinc. <laughs> That's a whole podcast, man. Okay. Are you thinking about Big Zinc right now? I'm always thinking about Big Zinc. So anyway, um, did you guys watch the Super Bowl? I did not. I did not. This is okay. the first year I think I've not watched it at all. Is this all. bad? Is it bad? No, it's totally fine. Okay. I, okay. I, I didn't watch the Super Bowl for personal reasons because we're from St. Louis and I'm angry at the NFL for lots of reasons. Sealing the Rams away from us yes. and domestic violence yep. and um, head the, injuries. Whole, the head injuries, the concussion thing. It's just they're not responsible. I'm kind of over football at this point. I was big into it when I was younger. And... So that makes this conversation actually that much more relevant because people who don't watch football yeah. still watch Super Bowl. And what's the old saying? Well, I don't go to watch this, the football game. I turn it on to watch, watch the, the commercials. commercials. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. Uh, one thing that I've noticed over the past, I don't know, five, six years is that commercials have become more entertaining. Like you used to watch Super Bowl commercials because they were completely like high budget, like really captivating things, right? But um, I think companies have kind of caught on to that. And advertisement these days is very entertainment driven. Yeah. And there's yeah. lots of good commercials that are, have nothing to do with Super Bowl that aren't on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We have a whole YouTube channel that is nothing but advertisements. Exactly. Right. And people look for that. So the question is, <clears throat> as I was last night, it was on. I wasn't watching it. Do Super Bowl commercials really matter anymore? I mean, do you guys, can you think of any commercials? I know you didn't watch it, but there's always like the top 
15 top 20 Super Bowl ads from last night's game or whatever. Yeah. Did did you did you and even today like checking your phone, getting on the news, see any commercials that popped up and be like, "Hmm, I'm going to watch that because it was a popular Super Bowl ad." Yeah, I did watch a couple. Um not not I didn't see as many like things as I normally do. Like normally you see a lot of people talking about things. I know people talked about the Budweiser Game of Thrones one. Hmm, I, didn't see um, that. I haven't seen it yet, but the thing I think is weird is that like these ads now come out before the Super Bowl. That's exactly my point. Do. Is that I, I? That's the reason I didn't really feel compelled to watch it because I'm I'm in the same boat as you, Jeff. Where football has kind of lost its luster for me, and especially this one because who gives a crap about the New England Patriots? First yeah. of all, sixth time. Come on. And then yeah, I feel a little burned from the Rams, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to watch the Rams. Did you right guys now. see see people uh, summarizing the two teams as the cheaters versus the leavers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's well, good. the Rams do. You know, they they left LA first. Yeah, and then they left St. Louis again. They technically left Cleveland first, and then left LA. Oh, really? They, yes, they I started didn't know in Cleveland. That. Mm-hmm. Wow. But um, yeah, the ads like the the commercials are. They, it used to be, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm kind of with. It sounds like the room is all in agreement here that like it used to be different where you would sit down and like everyone was shh, 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 when the commercials would come on at the Super Bowl parties because like the commercials like it was almost a it's a, its own little yeah thing within the game and now you can find them you often just see them before the the game anyway they run them early on tv if you watch tv or even like you know before youtube videos and stuff like that yeah you're seeing these commercials everywhere and then not only that like you can usually get like roundups of them um and like you can see them afterwards mm-hmm. like there's really no reason to watch the actual game anymore and you couldn't do that before like before you like you'd see the commercials on Super Bowl and then you would just hope yeah. that you'd see them whenever you're watching yeah. the show next time yeah. but you never really watched commercials anyway when you couldn't you know fast forward with DVR right. and whatnot right but now you can go on YouTube and I guarantee you could watch the top 20 Super Bowl commercials in the next like an hour after the game ends. well and the thing is is the ones that I've seen people talk about were the ones that were for the most part they were the ones that I saw people talking about beforehand because they saw them like mm-hmm. the um is it was it Zoe Kravitz is that her name Lenny Kravitz's daughter mm-hmm. yeah um did like an ASMR commercial or something yeah, like she that did. Mm-hmm. and people were talking about that ahead of time and I was seeing like people advertisements or like posts about this where you could watch the video before the com- before the Super Bowl I'm just like. So Why what's so what's, what's the point, point of you know, watching it during during the Super Bowl? Exactly. You've already seen it. Yeah, it's it's very weird. Uh, and then the halftime shows are eh, yeah, they're never anyway, great. They're not anymore. great anymore. Maybe we're just old. I don't know. We have, we should ask some younger people what they think. So I think that like from a creativity standpoint, they've it's probably plateaued from a, a you know a quality of production from a visibility standpoint. People can watch them anytime. So from that standpoint. I was as I was thinking through this because last night I was like, why do we even stick around for the Super Bowl commercials? Because it doesn't really matter. Like we could just watch them whenever we want. But then, as I thought about it a little bit more, I, I think I settled on the fact that they still do matter because so many stinking people watch the Super Bowl. So yeah. if it actually becomes this competitive, like hotbed of people saying we want to be the one that most catches people's attention, yeah, and because you've got tens of millions of people watching at one time so from that standpoint even though we're like receiving it differently now it's still you've got a captive audience that's sitting there ready to be entertained and you want to be the one that sticks in people's minds that's probably why people still spend 15 million dollars for 30 what's crazy about that is like yeah like you just said they still still spend millions and millions of dollars on these ads for you know let's say a couple dozen people to see it 
a couple dozen million, that's a weird way to say it, maybe like 10 million, 20 million people to see it. Maybe it's more than that. Maybe it's a hundred million. That would be crazy. But what's crazy about that is, and I'm not trying to toot our own horn, but I'm just trying to like put this in relative terms here. That 19 gets 10 million views on a video. Like that's not like easy, but we've done that many times. We have, we have probably a hundred videos with 10 million views. Oh yeah. We've got a video with a hundred million views and we didn't spend any money on those. Well, no, and then the ad rates on our videos that we get paid from the, right. the ads that play on ours are so much smaller. So than why that. is Pepsi, you know, if you think about it, like eyeballs are eyeballs. Like why is Pepsi spending, I don't even know how much, how many millions of dollars on a 30 second ad for the Super Bowl to get, let's say, 50 million people to see it when VAT19 can spend a fraction of that and I mean, yeah. you, probably you know, we're not guaranteed, but it's guaranteed views, right? You're yeah, going to get the millions of views. You're not hoping that something catches. Yeah. And you said something earlier, Jeff, that reminded me that like thinking about like how they actually kind of advertise the Super Bowl anyway, like, you know, most people say like, oh, if you're not going to watch for the game, like they'd be like, oh, watch for the commercials. Like that's kind of what became a thing. I've been seeing something now that is completely different. I've heard ads for it too, where they mention this kind of thing. There's people go for the food. Because a Super Bowl party is mm. now a thing. Like, oh, I can't wait for the big game because the party. I love the taco dip. I love the, like all the kind of staple Super Bowl party foods. Yeah. Um, that's become a thing now. Now it's becoming about the party and the gathering. And I could see that's, your, to your point, watching like, okay, it is going to be a thing. Even though like, yeah, you can watch them ahead of time now. There's a lot of parties and it's just become like a tradition almost at that yeah. point. Yeah. It's, it's become like an American staple thing yeah the super bowl it's it's everything short of a national holiday i will say this i think this is the first year i haven't watched it live like me too and normally like, i'm not always at a party but i'm frequently at a party but i just was not interested yeah i was i watched it in protest which means i was there the game was on and my back was turned the entire time <laughs> <laughs> you literally turned your back yeah i'm like i'll watch the ads tomorrow on youtube yeah <laughs> i'm not even gonna watch the ads but i'll be at this party for the dip <laughs> that's exactly right interesting anecdote i know some guys that have made a super bowl commercial oh yeah yeah uh, oh the doritos guys yeah yeah so uh my aunt lives in this really tiny town in indiana and one time when i was visiting her she's like hey you got to meet these guys they have a video production company here in town and they made a Super Bowl ad one time. And it was like they won a contest and they got on because yeah. they, they did this whole thing. It was the uh, they threw a snow globe into a vending machine. You have to look it up, but it's a good one. So yeah. that'll be us someday. But yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a punctuation point on this conversation. Yeah. And and it's kind of coming I know that we're not necessarily debating this, but the fact that on one hand it seems like they don't matter, but they still do Super Bowl ads. Yeah. If a company came to you guys right now and said, Hey, would you produce an ad that's going to be played during the Super Bowl? You're going to say... In a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. Wouldn't even think about it. Just yeah. Like, yeah. Drop everything. When's it due? Tomorrow? I'll make it happen. There it is. <laughs> yeah. It still matters. It's it's crazy. It still matters. You're yeah. right. All right. Well, well let's uh, go well, to the future where we're make, hopefully making Super Bowl commercials. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's what we're doing. That's how we all talk in the future. We have the mid-Atlantic accent. You're so sophisticated. <laughs> hey, y'all. <laughs> Danny, somehow in the future, has become... A little behind. Yeah. <laughs> hey. So we've evolved. He has devolved. <laughs> That's a weird accent. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, I want you guys to think about your future. Ve- very far into the future. Um, without Yeah, we're not going to get like too depressing here, but... 
Before... Danny, you need to leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm dying young, so like we, I can't think that far into the future. Okay, well then you better get started on this. We're gonna do a little activity. Oh no. Unless you've already done this, I don't know, because we've never talked about this. Before you kick the bucket, okay. Before you die, you make you want to do you want to do a certain things. You want to have a list of things that you do before you die. It's called a you could call it a bucket bucket list. list. Mm, yeah. A bucket list. Mm, yeah. They should get a bunch of really old Hollywood actors and yeah. like make a movie about it. About doing some things before they die. Mm -hmm. Yeah. it's a good idea. Well, do you guys have a bucket list? <sighs> um, I've never thought about it in those terms of things I want to do before I die. Because, like, that scene, like, I, I just joked that I do think I'm going to die young. I, part of me thinks I could. Uh, but I also feel like, oh, I got time. I know. It's crazy, right? You think, like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a young man. Well, I'm, 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 not, a, I'm not a young man. I'm not a middle-aged man. I'm, I'm getting close to middle-aged man. Yeah. I gotta, I'm going to die soon. So <laughs> It's an interesting yeah. thing because we are kind of getting to an age, and I'm a little bit older than you guys, where you don't have your entire life ahead of you. Yeah. It's like, eh, it's kind of reaching what's probably going to be close to the halfway point unless yep. they invent, you know, nanobots that keep me alive forever, <laughs> which is never going to happen. Let's not go down that road. No, we're hole. not going to do that. But You the, can deny it all you want. <laughs> The interesting thing is, is that when you ask the question, do you have a bucket list? My answer was no. And I was immediately thinking like, man, maybe I should. Like, yeah. Is it, is it irresponsible to not have something to shoot for before you die? Like yeah. That? I feel like I, not, now that like you, when you ask the question that way, I feel a little bit like, oh, I should have thought of this I'm already. A slacker. Like, <laughs> well, I didn't mean to make you guys feel bad. I need to live. <laughs> like, well, okay. So, um, I don't really have a bucket list, but I totally remembered that I have this list of like, I made this list of sort of like life goals back when I was in college and I thought I'd read a few. Oh, you made Ooh. this in college? Yeah. This is pretty interesting. Am I in there? Um, no. What would my goal with you be? I don't, I don't know. Be best friends still? Okay. Goal achieved. Yeah. That's yeah. Totally in there. Yep. Check. Cool. Um, <laughs> You're not dead yet. Good not job. dead yet. Okay, so, um, yeah, so I, I guess I broke mine down. So, again, this wasn't like a bucket list. It was just sort of like I was listening life goals. I broke it down into different categories. So I have physical, financial, educational, slash intellectual, and then artistic. And then I have some character resolutions that are not like goals. They're just sort of like, you know, things I want to develop as a character. But Like you want to be less of a jerk. Uh, no, okay, well, I didn't really think I was a jerk, but, um, Well, no, I mean, you can always be less of a jerk. <laughs> I guess you can always be less like, of a jerk. It, you're somewhere on the jerk spectrum, no the matter where you're Jerkiness is at. a like, spectrum? Yeah. It's a spectrum, yeah. Okay, yeah, And everybody's true. on there. Stuff like that, sure. Um, alright, so, some physical goals I had, uh, I had to run a, I, I listened to run a marathon, Ooh. which I just don't, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> That's a horrible goal. That's a That's horrible, a horrible goal. goal. I set that goal once. I started training and quit so fast. That's one of those goals that, like, I feel like it's kind of a go-to. Like, I'm gonna run a marathon. I, I probably was just thinking, like, yeah, I'll, I'll probably run a marathon someday. Now I'm like, what? Would, okay, I don't know. It what I was seems thinking. feasible, but have you ever tried to run for a long time? Well, I really used to like endurance, like long distance running, yeah. but I just haven't. I'm so out of shape. I don't think that's ever gonna happen. This is a level of endurance, though, that like people like wet their pants and their toenails come yeah. off while they're doing it. It's bad. Yeah, I, it's I, really bad. I had a lot of friends in Chicago because the Chicago Marathon is so popular. I had a lot of friends that ran marathons, mm -hmm. like they 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 did the Chicago Marathon every year. They ran a lot, and it is like this weird cult. And I get it, and I it made me really want to do it. I'm like, yeah, that that'd be one achievement. I'd feel physically fit, and I really did. I started training, and I ran, would run a few miles. I'm like, oh yeah, running sucks. <laughs> it hurts. It hurts it's your lungs. Like, you're tired. It's boring. This one is still in physical, and I almost did this. I don't know if you remember this, but this literally almost happened. And the only reason it didn't happen was because I met my now wife, girlfriend, okay. at the time. Um, 
bike across the country. Hmm. Do you that remember that happened? Yeah, I was about to do that. So like, I don't I, remember this at all. I like trained for a couple months, like just in the gym, just uh, doing, you know, like the uh, spin like machine, whatever. When were you training for this? But I would go to the gym all the time. In at, college? Yeah, right at the end. Oh. I, the last, I don't, don't know what I was doing. The I last was semester busy playing video games and drinking Mountain Dew. I looked into it. Like, I was going to fly out to, I think I was going to fly out to, like, Seattle. And then they have, like, people do this. So yeah. this is, like, a thing. You can There's trails you can look up to yeah. do. And even back then, like, it was a thing. There was, uh, you know, different stops you can make, bed and breakfasts and stuff. And um, and you can just do the whole thing. And I, I didn't have, like, a, I was going to do it in the summer, I think. That's yeah. why I was going to, like, graduate from college and do it all summer. And then check it off the bucket list. But oh. I never did it because um, a, a I met my wife, and then uh, B I got a job at yeah. Bat Nineteen. That makes it hard. Uh, that reminds me of a goal that I did have similar to that, which I would like to do still. I think I could. I think I could attain this. Was to kayak from Chicago to St. Louis. Mm. When I lived up there, I always thought that would be a fun. Like, way to go home. Yeah. One of the educational uh, goals I had was to earn all four degrees, associates, bachelors, masters, and PhD. And I've checked off three. You, do you really want to get a PhD? I don't know. I did back then. I was like, you know what? I could go for the go for the gold. I do want to get my master's. I don't really know if I want to get a PhD. Master's degree is fun. I will say I was like never, I never like loved, loved school oh, I until did. I got to grad school. I mean, that's got to be on my list right now because I'm halfway done with a master's degree. Yeah. And yeah. I got, I got... You gotta finish it. I gotta finish it. Gotta finish it. I uh, I loved school. If my and my mom says this about me all the time. She's like, if they would have, if if school was covered, you'd be in school forever. Like if it was just free. Like I I loved college so much. Like mm-hmm. I thought it was so much. So did fun. I. I actually feel bad for people who are like, oh man, I gotta get out of school. I can't handle school. I'm not a good student. I kind of feel uh, bad. I love yeah. being a student. Yeah, yeah I was great. always I was always a good test taker, and I loved the thing about college. I loved so much is it's like you're picking and you're 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 going to things you're passionate about right. Right? versus like high school. I always felt like I was dragged kicking and screaming. You so I did math. Ugh. I did poorly in high school. I did great in college. Yeah. It's a little more customized. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to write a book. Okay. Is, uh, I still, I still would like to write a yeah, book. Yeah. You and I have been discussing we talking about a book maybe, together. Yeah. Maybe writing a book um, and be fluent in Spanish. I took four years of Spanish in high school and thinking like, oh, yeah, I could totally keep this up. And I never did. And I've forgotten so much of it. Yeah. But I want to like there's some great apps now. Yeah, like, I've been doing Duolingo. Duolingo. I mean, if you just if you're on top of it, I feel like you could I could probably bring back a lot of that knowledge and then maybe master it. But it's yeah, the thing take... with the language, though, you use it or lose it. You right. Gotta, yeah. You got to use it. Yeah. You could hang out with my brother-in-law. I would love to. He speaks. I mean, he's from Spain. Juan. Juan. The one that I could check off was compose a piece of classical music. Yeah. So I wrote a piece for my final uh, exam in, uh, at, for my associate's degree. My associate's in music was uh, to write a, a classical piece. And it was not long, but it was a sonata that was like maybe three minutes long. Yeah. Uh, write a feature-length screenplay. I don't really have a good idea for what a movie would be that I would write, but um, I think it'd be cool to write a screenplay. So yeah. the Vat 19 movie doesn't count? Oh, that's, that's only 30, I, I 30 didn't, minutes. I didn't okay. write that. Yeah. Okay. but uh, we, we helped, but we didn't write it. I, I Yeah, helped direct it. But um, um, also become a capable pianist. Hmm. That, so I well, so how do you d- define capable? I mean, just like not terrible. Like right now I'm like I could fumble around and maybe hit something out of, out of the key of C. But like I want to be, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I'm definitely a capable drummer. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I want to be like, it would take a lot to get that good at piano. They always say that learning the piano, like there's a window of time that you have to do it. Because if you don't, if you don't do it, if you don't start as a child, yeah. then adults can't really That's learn what the they piano say. very well. That being said, I saw a guy who never played piano before. He's, I think, in his 20s. 
And it was a goal for him that in one year he wanted to be a really good pianist. So he started in January, never played piano. And I think he had to practice like four to six hours a day. Wow. And he did wow. it for an entire year. By the end of the year, he was playing flat out like Beethoven. Wow. So wow. it's doable. Yeah. I think I'm already over the hump a little bit because I kind of went over that hump in college yeah. when I got my degree in music. I remember like I had no concept of music theory. And then as soon as we started taking classes in that and I started like the the doors started opening in my mind of like, okay, I, I kind of understand music a little more now. Um, I, you know, I, I can't like sit down and read the music, but I feel like I could get there much more easily than someone who'd never really sat down. For me, I, I can't get away from the idea of travel. Yeah. Travel is a big one for me. I have always enjoyed traveling. I had some of my fondest memories as a kid growing up is whenever we would travel as a family. So the two things that have kind of popped up in my mind as you've been talking are travel related. Um, one of them is, um, my, I've got a friend who has done this and I really, I, I think it's a really cool idea. It's that when each of your kids turn 16, that dad and just that kid go on like a week long trip That's cool. of their choosing. They can pick wherever they go. Yeah. Um, as long as the means are there, then yeah, find a place, whether they want to go to Washington DC or Alaska or something like that, That's find cool. a way to make it happen. It's just a bonding time as kids are kind of, it's a rite of passage type yeah. of thing. I'd like to do that with all four of my kids at some point. Yeah. Um, and the other one, again, is travel related is I'm a big history guy. Um, and I do genealogy. So there's, um, uh, always been a desire for me to like go on like a, a pilgrimage back to where mm. my ancestors came from, yeah. which is going to be Scotland, Ireland, England, mm. um, Poland and Germany. So yeah. just kind of going back yeah. to where my, my ancestors came from is something that I've always wanted to do. Cause you yeah. reason, is it you that did the ancestry? I did. Yeah, yeah. I did the DNA testing. That's awesome. Yeah. Did I'm you guys really hear wanted. about Conan's DNA test? <laughs> no, no. Uh, is he not Irish? 100% Irish. 100. Like the DNA yeah. guy was like, Irish people aren't 100% <laughs> Irish. This is the weird, like I've, he goes, I've never seen this. That is fantastic. <laughs> he's 100% Irish. He's purebred Irish. Hey, look at him. He's, yeah, yeah. He looks Irish. I thought uh, it was I'm with like you a... there. I've always wanted to go back to Poland. I have no idea where my family's from in Poland, though, so it would take a lot of work because my uh, both my uh, paternal great grandparents, both sets of those, didn't speak English. So there's not a lot of like they didn't speak English and they were illiterate too. They couldn't write or read. I actually just found out uh, about two weeks ago that I have uh, an ancestor that goes back to the I think uh, early 1800s. That is this straight up Dances with Wolves story. Wow. It is a, it was a person last name, Lael, um, uh, who was kidnapped by aliens, by aliens, <laughs> kidnapped by aliens. Absolutely the uh, opposite this, of that. Immediately became unbelievable. That was a different story. I never saw Dances with Wolves, but I always thought it was Kevin Costner naked. It's Avatar. Okay. okay. Anyway, no, but uh, kidnapped by Native Americans and taken to this region. And grew up as a Native American, spoke the language, was part of the customs. And even when um, my ancestor married a Caucasian woman, because he himself was Caucasian, um, they preserved the Native American traditions huh. in their household. And yeah, it's fantastic. It's written out and they've got records that prove it you all. You might be entitled for some scholarships. Uh, maybe. You never know. <laughs> Although the thing is, is that... Elizabeth Warren situation. Right. DNA wise, though, he's Caucasian. Right. That makes he's yeah. just raised by it's Native just, Americans. Yeah. So that yeah. wouldn't work. Yeah. Yeah. 
But uh, I think I was trying to, uh, you, you said something earlier that made me think of a, another thing that I would like to do, but then I completely forgot, which is maybe it's just to remember things more. <laughs> it's on well, your bucket list. I mean, my the thing that's tricky for me too is that I don't think of it as before I die, but I'm always wanting to learn new skills. So I learned how to play the banjo like five or six yeah, years ago. Yeah. Um, this year I'm learning how to do some ragtime jazz um, boogie woogie piano. I'm taking mm-hmm. lessons from a guy in St. Louis. Um, so do you kind of do it more by year? Like, what am I going to like focus on this year? Not necessarily. It's I just kind of, hey, I want to do that. You know, yeah. I wanted to learn Greek to help with my yeah. you know, biblical studies. So uh-huh. I learned Greek. So it's just, I'm always wanting to learn skills. So I don't really feel like I need to do this before I die. I'm just constantly doing that. So that's why I think mine are more experiential as yeah. opposed to skill-based. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to, uh, my wife and I talk about our retirement a lot and how we'd, how we'd like to retire. I'd like to kind of... I'd like to downsize our home and like explore more. I'd rather have like a big pole barn full of fun things to do in a tiny little house. Yeah. Uh, and be like, get out in nature, go do things. And, and that we'd kind of like to do that. But then other than that, I, I've always said, I want to do an interview. I want to be interviewed sometime in my life. <laughs> oh, yes. You have, okay, I can verify you have said this yeah, for many I, years. I want to be interviewed at some point in my life on some sort of documentary. <laughs> Uh, and I want the lower third to say Danny Gula uh, challenge inventor <laughs> and I want it to be a reflective documentary on this era of creation of like challenges and YouTubers and vloggers and stuff and they'll have me on be like this guy invented some challenges I'm going to send an email this week and I'm going to say uh, Ken Burns I have found your next documentary <laughs> well this has got to come years down the road yeah. okay. Danny Gula I'll challenge inventor he's younger than I thought though so he's, he's he probably is. still going to be making documentaries he can put that in the old uh, the queue <laughs> yeah uh, so that that is something that I would like to get. So whoever's listening to this in the future, if you're working on documentaries, like I'm available. See, I always thought no, as not, long as I haven't died young, because you die young. It, you know, if you do die young and you haven't done that yet, can I have your permission to put that on your tombstone? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, although you'll have to like find a place to put a tombstone because you're not. I'm not gonna have a like. I'm, I'm donating my body to science. There won't be like a grave for okay. me. Okay. So travel. It's kind of the main thing, maybe yeah. downsizing. Just kind of we're thinking like down the road towards retirement, what life's going to be like. Yeah, I do want to skydive. I've never done mm-hmm. that. Yeah, it's not something I'm like dying to go do, but I think I would probably do it if everybody was going to do it. I had it. a cousin that did it all the time. Yeah. But, and he would show me his videos and I thought they were really cool. But I, I think I've also seen too many videos of people who like pass out while they're skydiving and yeah. I would just be too afraid. Yeah, <laughs> and back when he got started, I remember his younger brother was like, dude, we, you can go with me. We can get certified. We don't have to do the tandem thing. Like it was like an expedited class. I'm like, that doesn't sound like a good idea. I want to go through all the classes. That <laughs> sounds like the last thing on my bucket list. <laughs> yeah, you don't yeah. want to expedite. I just don't, I, I don't want to, I want to do it like myself, like not attached to a person. Like that seems cool too. Like, yeah, like do the tandem thing just so you can go do it. But like, I want to do it before I'm too old to be able to like, enjoy the free fall and do the flips and like i've well, never been an adrenaline junkie so i, I just yeah. the bungee jumping skydiving all that i'm just not into it i'm not typically i'm actually afraid of heights maybe you're just conquering your fears yeah you're just kind of like interested in pushing yourself to to do it because you're a little bit afraid of it yeah just he like even he... created challenges for himself <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what the headline will say yeah yeah the tombs <laughs> that's how i die young <laughs> <laughs> i want to be a grandpa but obviously that's out of my control Maybe my kids decide never. Neither my kids decide to have kids, and you know. Maybe they decide to go to Mars. You know, if they just want to kill me on the inside, that's fine. Wow, that's a lot of pressure. No, Halloween. Uh, no, and if they decide not to, I'd like to. But I would like to be one. I think that'll be. I think that'd be really fun to be a grandpa. Yeah. 
for sure. He'd be a good grandpa based on those sweatpants you're wearing. Yeah, I'm dressed <laughs> like a grandpa right now. He looks a lot like a grandpa. Going into it. This is like the only episode we haven't filmed anything at all. And, I, and because we didn't, I came full grandpa. You're embracing it. <laughs> okay, well then, last wrap-up question. If we kind of like, if our, if our bucket list seemed to be kind of focused on like travel and experiences, if you had uh, one last chance to go somewhere, where would it be? Mm. On Earth? Yeah. Like, is this a region or a specific point? Uh, you, you choose. I, I would say if I was going to pick one place and I'm going with my family, I'm going to pick probably, like, Israel. Yeah. I don't know. I, I've i heard great things about the about the Holy Land experience. That that's a really neat thing. Um, but I don't know. I just, I'm drawn. I really want to go to England. I've always had kind of an England fixation. Anglophile. Yeah, going way back. Yeah. Uh, English music, English yeah. TV shows, and all that other stuff. So... There's, I just have this draw to England for some reason. Yeah, for me, it's just if I'm going to do one thing, like, I really want to, like, see something different. And I feel like England's not going to be different enough for me. Sure. I do want to go to England. That's on my list of places to go. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, for me, like, I really, like, yeah, I want to take my family, see that different culture and, like, see the, do the Holy Land experience and, and eat the food. Like, Middle Eastern food is so good. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorites. Hmm. I've, I've never really had, like, one place that I'm, like, I'm dying to go there. But I've recently heard really good things about South Africa. Mm. I can see that being really interesting yeah. just because it is such a mashup of cultures. Yeah. So you're going to Israel. You're going to England. I'd probably go to England, yeah. There's one other spot that's popped up in my mind. I've been seeing recent um, videos of people going uh, into these like little towns in the Swiss Alps mm. that are like nestled against yeah. these just unbelievably picturesque uh, landscapes. Oh, that, that reminds me. Man, it, that would be like if you had if you were gonna go someplace and like that's where it, that's where it ends. Like yeah. you're just gonna go there. Yeah. That like a little village next to like these giant snow capped mountains. It, for me, it would not be the beach. It would be someplace like that. I'm with you on that. I'm, I've never been like a beach person. So yeah, the mountains. That sounds pretty awesome. Because I just actually recently saw this picture and this little caption about like the greatest place in Norway. And it kind of reminds me of what you were talking about, like this little like hidden away mm-hmm. village that's kind of like on this peninsula surrounded by yeah. snowy mountains like that. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah. Yeah, the world's a cool place. The world is a very big, cool place. Why do we live in Illinois surrounded by corn? Gosh, man. I love driving through the cornfields, man. Yeah. That, that smell, driving, like I roll the windows down. There yeah. are times when this this area is great, but there's a there's a lot of time when it's not <laughs> yeah there's a, there's a ton of time when it's not but as they say most people say that about where they live that's true grass is always yeah. greener i'm opposite of you guys though beach i could be on a beach every day have fun that's a grandpa thing you gonna move to florida you gonna move yeah. to the I, pit of america I, I could also see like you're gonna be florida man i could be florida <laughs> Gula, challenge well, no, inventor I, I feel like what i would do is i'd go to some like i'd want to go to some like tiny island and just like have a boat and take tourists on fishing trips. Like that's that would be a good way to retire. Okay. Oh man, it's so funny how people are wired differently. Uh-huh. That sounds terrible. That to me. sounds that sounds cool. Drive a boat. Like I'm more like I don't know if this is resonating with you. I'm more like give me like a cabin in the mountains, mm-hmm. fireplace. Yep. Yeah. I'll go on some day hikes. Uh huh. Yeah. No, I'm sipping sipping daiquiris and pina coladas. No, I'm sipping uh, hot coffee. Hot coffee while the snow is falling. Maybe writing my screenplay. Mmm. You can write a screenplay on the beach. 
Nice it could thing. be called the beach. It could star Leonardo DiCaprio. Beaches are for vacations. <laughs> or not going. <laughs> totally from bucket list. That's what's cool about this. All right, yeah. well, we're going to work on our bucket lists, and we're going to revisit. I think we'll probably have to revisit this someday, because we we barely scratched the surface of it. Yeah, I want to come back with, like, an actual written down bucket list. I think that'd be cool. giving it some good thoughts. That'd be cool. We'll probably do that. We'll do that, like, next year or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Danny? Well, <laughs> unless I die. Don't die. <laughs> unless don't unless don't I die. die. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening. This has been the Randomonium Podcast. I'm John Stum. I'm Danny Gula. I'm Jeff McCullough. And we'll see you next time.